hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are listening to this from. This is Salt here, and I am so grateful to God to be back again with our second episode of Salt Talks About Menopause With. And today, my guest is a dear twin to golden sistren queen dren um we go way back we went to secondary school together my dear fola shade uh dini g and i'm so grateful to her as well for agreeing to come on and share her own menopause story this was meant to have gone out on friday but If you're close to me, if you're close enough, you would know that this past week into into the weekend um, has been a bit rough. Um, So I'm sorry that it's coming out late, but I'm even thankful that um, I'm able to push this out today. And... uh, And... You know, because you know about me and being intentional, you know, well, you might know about me and my whole thing about life being too short and all. And I know that I could choose to just like step aside and and not do anything, but I'm choosing to move. I'm choosing to keep on keeping on i'm choosing to frustrate the enemy um and not let him think that he has got me um frozen in one place and so i was very happy when falashade messaged me today and she was ready to send in her responses i'm so grateful because it gave me something to think about which was perfect because i think last week friday saturday was really rough for me and i think i only started seeing the light at the end of a tunnel this morning so and a number of things have happened since this morning that have you know shown me that just like i said in a poster you may have seen that you know this life so many things are going to happen to us it's clear in the bible we're going to go through a lot of trials and tribulations but jesus christ our lord and savior has said we shouldn't worry we should be of good cheer that we will overcome them all you know and so we either let the things that happen to us push us into god or or, or push us away and i have chosen to be pushed right into the arms of my papa god and he has encouraged me you know and uh that one day at a time just keep on keeping on being there for your family being there for your loved ones as best as you can but you know knowing that at the end of the day you cannot give out of an empty cup right anyway so Thank you for Shade for for helping me today and uh, like I said to you your timing was 
spot on and i thoroughly enjoyed listening to you and i pray that everyone who clicks play would um have the same experience your voice was so calming and soothing and i loved you know what you shared i'm not gonna give anything away but i hope the listeners would also enjoy what you shared and i and i i'm so grateful that so far we've had two people share and myself and our experiences are, are quite different similarities yes but there are also some things that you know are different so that's the whole beauty of what we're doing is to share our, our different experiences so that our sisters out there um younger coming up and even the ones who are in our age bracket who are going through this at this, at this time who may not know what they're going through can 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 hear from from our stories and realize that okay so this is what it is you know and then have you know informed conversations with their own doctors so guys let me not um let me not delay you any further let me leave you in the good hands of my sister my sister Falashade Adeniji as she takes you through her own menopause stories and the other little little awesome tidbits that she shares that i thoroughly enjoyed listening to as well all right we'll be back in a moment and the next voice you will hear will be fuller shadis hello everyone my name is fuller shade adeniji i'm currently an hr consultant being part of this special series of SALT Talks is part of me and my sister's SALT's contribution to the talks on menopause. We do hope somebody is helped by what we share because it happens differently for different people. Um, five fun and interesting facts about me are um, <laughs> one, I'm born in April with Aries zodiac sign, which is the ram. So I tend to avoid conflict. Number two, I like to swim for an all-over body exercise. Number three, I like ice cream. It's also my depression gauge. Any day I don't get excited about ice cream, I know there's a problem. <laughs> then um, four, I would say my favorite color is blue. All shades of blue, favorite colors. And then number five, I'm a sunbeam for Jesus. Remember that song? I'll be a, I'll be a sunbeam for him. Yes. So I try to shine my light as much as possible. Once again, I'm glad to be here and I hope you learn something from what we share. <laughs> my menopause story. Thank God it's a story now. <laughs> In early November 2022, you know, I was age 53 plus. I'm saying my age because we're trying to help other people. So there are different ages when it starts also. You know, I went to ease myself one morning and when I cleaned up, there was a pale pink spot on the tissue. It wasn't my regular period, but I had been having irregular periods before then. You know, once I didn't have any for two months straight. I was actually happy. So this time I was expecting a flow, but um, after that, just that small spot, I didn't see anything anymore, you know. I just developed painful ur urination. It was very painful to read. 
story. Oui, oui. <laughs> but um, honestly, that's just you know what a way of um, what I say. Um, so and then I had you know this feeling of of tiredness. I just felt weak. You know, just drained of energy. Then my appetite, you know, wasn't sharp. I didn't feel like eating. And then you know, I, I really couldn't hold the the pee. You know, my bladder was like so weak. It would come fast and furious, you know. I had to be running to, to the restroom each time. And then there were these temperature fluctuations. One minute I'm fine, as in everywhere is just okay. And that minute I'm feeling hot. So I, you know, look for fan, look for AC. Then I become very cold. And all, you know, all the breeze I've been allowing to blow on me, I have to look for, you know, warm covers, to, you know blanket maybe a shawl a scarf or something and then you know so it's the cycle after i'm hot i'm cold then i'm hot again you know so i, I would be so tired that i would just you know just lie down on the carpet in the parlor i wouldn't even be able to go upstairs to the room or go and lie down anywhere i'll just just lie down on the floor basically and then i'll just sleep off whenever the, the sleep leaves me i'll wake up again and then I'll have to take some refreshment, maybe some glucosate boost or some water or, or some cereal just to you know, keep my energy up. So this went on for about um, three weeks. At some point I had a very mild headache. So I took two tablets of paracetamol and I was like, because of that, you know, spot that, you know, that pale pink spot I saw, I said, this is period related. So I don't think I'm really so sick. If I go to the hospital, what will I say is going on? You know, nothing is really staying except for, for the painful um, urination. So I was just watching that one, you know. At night, it was really terrible. I would be lying down, sleeping. Then I'll just feel the urge to go and pee. And if I, don't, if I didn't get up almost immediately, before I would reach the, 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 the bathroom, you know, I could, you know, actually be <laughs> letting everything out. But fortunately, I used to manage to get there just before. You know, but it was like, ah, this is some kind of um, exercise I had not had to do, you know, like a drill, you know, <laughs> a drill. At the point, I, I couldn't even hold my phone, you know, hold it in my hand. I, it was so heavy, I just left it. I think for a day or two, I didn't even go near the phone. I was like, ah, I can't even hold it in my hand. I was just so weak. So those symptoms were basically, it was the, the painful urination, the temperature fluctuation, I won't say the headache because, you know, there was one day that, you know, I, for almost an hour, I was having pangs. I had, to, I had to be timing the intervals, you know, one minute, two minutes. It was really serious that day, but I was like, this is part of this thing. I'm going to ride out this storm. So I was just drinking water and I was lying down. That was, you know, just one day. But otherwise, I didn't really have, you know, um, um, the, the headache. So I didn't keep on taking medication. I just drank a lot of water, rested a lot, you know. And then after that three weeks period, you know, I, I felt, I started feeling better. You know, the, the urination was now coming back to normal. And today I can, you know, my bladder is, you know, fine, you know. So I, I guess it was just that period. Like I said, you know, I'd had inter, um, interruptions in my menstrual flow before. But for it to really be menopause, they say you have to have no periods at all for 12 months in a row. So if you have for two months, then you have another period. You haven't really had the onset. So I called that time. It was actually my, I called it a, was it perimenopause or premenopause? But that's it. it so after that now, I mean, I've not really had any, you know, period per se. So I would say I'm now in menopause. 
proper and um how i've been able to cope is that you know i mean my sister salt <laughs> we're former schoolmates and their classmates too you know and so a lot of our set members are about the same age are going through the same thing some started earlier than us and so we've been you know talking about what we've been experiencing and that has helped a lot you know so support from sisters friends and then of course my family members too when i was going through that episode you know nobody insisted that i, should, I must go and see a doctor because I, I seemed to know what was wrong with me and it wasn't like i felt sick there was no body pain honestly i was fine there was no body pain i wasn't sad i wasn't you know miserable or anything i just knew that i didn't have my energy level at where it should be you know so there was nothing the doctor would do for me except maybe prescribe some multivitamins or whatever and I'm, I'm not really into taking medication you know so i first I, I thank god that i was able to ride out that storm and everything is fine now one thing i wish someone had told me about hmm, i would choose education education is viewed mainly in terms of formal education you know learning in schools nursery primary secondary university and all that but if somebody had told me that education is not just about schooling it's also about acquisition of knowledge and that type of learning is lifelong you know it would have made things a bit easier for me because you know <laughs> i remember when i graduated from university and my dad came home from work one day and saw me watching television and, and he said ah, why why are you watching tv by this time it was just 7 p.m and there was this program on another life you know so i was wondering what does he want me to do again i said ah but daddy i've graduated from university and he said eh, if you finish reading your books you can now write books i was like what <laughs> one never rest from all that you know and sort of explains why you know Apart from those who, you know, go and do masters, PhD, and you know, maybe go and be lecturing in universities and so on. There's also you can imagine um, people need to retain knowledge and also learn new things because there are always trends in the knowledge we've acquired as as peoples all over the world. Things are changing, and so to be able to keep up with all these changes, we need to keep on learning. So the education should have been made to be a broader term of knowledge acquisition. And so it's never too late to learn. It's never too late to get knowledge. And that would free a lot of people up because sometimes, you know, people have disruptions to their education, their schooling, you know, because of, you know, upheavals in the family. Maybe a woman, you know, has to go and look after her children or she wants to start a family and so on. But we can learn at any time T. And now there's so many online platforms for, you know, learning. You can learn marketing, you can learn social media management, you can learn, you know, um, tech courses. You know, everything is just online. Coursera, Alux, Allison, Udemy, name it. There's so many places you can learn. Even Cisco and IBM are offering, you know, even Harvard, they offer some free courses online. So if it's about learning and acquisition of knowledge, I wish I'd been told that education is not limited to the four walls of a, cl- of a classroom. It's it's a, it's a worldwide phenomenon, and there's never an end to it. It is said that you know the day you stop learning is the day you stop living. You know, and so one begins to die. So, I want to encourage somebody out there. You know, if you haven't um, finished the schooling you wanted to, you know, do, don't be 
um, discouraged there's no shame in it you can start at any time or continue at any time just pick up you know whatever um, resources you, you wish to learn more about and just start reading you know learn about so current affairs is good you know um, i mean of course we know that the news there's always something new to, to hear about and some of the things we, le- we hear about didn't start today like some wars now the, the problems that led to the war started many years back so you have to go back in history to to see how the you know situations developed you know so that's it i, I wish someone had told me that education is not just about <laughs> being in classrooms you know cramming for exams or studying for exams you know reading till daybreak before you go to the exam hall that it's just acquisition of knowledge and that is a very very wide area to cover so you just have to keep at it and just pursue your interests by time and just keep learning because there's always something new to learn about something new (laughs) thank you for the listeners what I would like to share with the world in this season would be about power you know that word power it's associated with those in government in positions of authority but we know that well for people who believe that um, all power belongs to God and when men wield power you know they tend to get corrupted we've heard it's the saying um, absolute power corrupts absolutely. It's because we are using something that is not ours and we don't understand the purpose of it, so we tend to use it wrongly. So power is the ability to influence people or things, to move things along and and you know effect positive change. But some people use it to oppress others, you know, to deny people of justice. And so that is a wrong use of power. But the, the owner of the power uses it the right way. And so, you know, the sun stays in its position, the moon stays in its position. There's never any conflict in the skies. But here on earth, we have conflict among us. And apart from that, um, someone said recently um, at a program that I, I, I watched on TV, and he said the, the abuse of power starts from when, in his own opinion anyway, when um, in, in schools, like mainly secondary schools, that older students are allowed to punish younger students. And he said he feels that this should stop because the highest age, you know, the average secondary school students can attain before they leave is maybe 16 or 17. That at that age, what do they know about discipline? What do they know about you know, authority, then teachers will now tell those seniors that they should go and punish their younger ones, they should discipline them. And then, you know, those ones, of course, some of them get carried away. We have some who, you know, retain the balance. And he said, it shouldn't be because they are all schoolmates. And the older ones should be asked to guide the younger ones, not to now be the instruments of the teachers to be enforcing, you know, those... Um, you know, punitive tactics like flogging, asking people to kneel down. And I thought it was very, very, you know, instructive. Then he went on to link it to when they now get to university, that these older students who have tasted some kind of power over their other students, they now want to keep it, you know, hold on to it. 
and then they begin to join um, you know things like you know cults in campus and then those other younger ones that were disciplined flogged and bullied you know they do they want some of their own power so that they can defend themselves against any more you know oppression and so they do the join cults and then they begin to clash at that level and it says they leave the school still trying to hold on to power and some of them you know going and have political offices and we know some of the atrocities we've heard committed by people in power you know because they just feel that oh everything is up to us and all that so i think that i'd like to just let people know that you know if you are in a position of authority or leadership please be um gentle with it because another thing a way of looking at power is you're on the stage for some time when your performance ends you get off that stage and you may go into obscurity if the way you use the power while you're on that stage is not the right way thank you Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. My dear sister, Falashade Adeniji, has not only taken you on a walk through her own menopause story, I love how real she was, but she has also, for me, you know, it's like she took, gave me some real aha moments, you know, around education, you know, and the fact that it goes beyond classrooms or the four walls of a school and it's really about continuous knowledge acquisition i love that i love her take on power and that she shared that i know what i'm finding out between fola funny enough my first guest was fola and now i have fola shade i'm beginning to really look forward to the one things you know i love the menopause stories because that's the whole point of this podcast well i'm now beginning to really look forward to the one things they will share and their final words it's you never know what you're gonna get and it's just like it's just it's just making me smile and the lord knows i need smiles in my life but you know i heard something um um during pastor Boju's sermon you know um about how to hear from god you know through your thoughts and his sermon it was like he was talking directly to me i highly recommend it because the anchor verse that he used in the beginning was where christ was saying that we are the salt of the earth and we are the light of the world and you know in the space i was at when i was listening i just said okay you know what i'm not going to let anything that happens to me put me in the category of salt that will be thrown away or trampled under the feet of men i'm not going to let anything make jesus christ take my candlestick way so that my light will no longer shine no matter how little this my light is it must shine and i think you know what we're doing with these podcasts what my sisters and i are doing is we're letting our light shine in a way that is helping other people 
will help other women. As Christians, we're meant to be salt, you know, to create a thirst in the hearts of people for Christ. We're meant to be light wherever we are in a way that we're productive. Our lives are producing things that are attracting people to the God that we serve. Our lights are shining forth in the darkness and drawing men to God. And I think in a little, in one way or the other, that's what these menopause podcasts are all about. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'll catch you on our third episode next Friday, or is it this Friday, by the grace of God. And guys, can I say something? There, not every illness or ailment or sickness is visible oh, there's so much that human beings deal with that you cannot see with your naked eye so what are we going to do yes you and i are going to go into this week and be kind especially because you might just be dealing with a woman going through menopause and you don't know it because it's not written on her face all right be kind guys it costs nothing stay lifted and hold fast to your saltiness see you next time god bless you